is Good Hope FM News. Good morning. ESCOM CEO Brian Molefe says the power utility expects South Africa to be out of danger of power cuts by 2018. He is presenting the power utility's financial statement and annual report to Parliament. Molefe is facing tough questions about where there's a standoff, or rather whether there's a standoff, between ESCOM and the Treasury. He says the power utility is focused on bringing new capacity online and continuing its planned maintenance to avoid load shedding. We do not anticipate any load shedding going forward and the new build program is on target to meet uh, the dates on which uh, it will be delivered. So we are well placed to deliver on our journey towards excess capacity in the generation of electricity. Metro Rail in the Western Cape says it has lost more than 60 coaches to arson since October last year. Damage to its infrastructure runs into tens of millions of rands. In the latest incident, regional manager Richard Walker says they are investigating a suspected incident of arson after five coaches were damaged in Cryfontaine last Friday. He says the losses are severely impacting their service in the province. In the Western Cape, most of your public transport Users are reliant on train services to go to and from work. It's having a major, major impact on our community with the lost capacity because of this deliberate torching of trains. It's basically economic sabotage because it has a real impact on the economy of the Western Cape. Residents in the vicinity of Tokai Forest in the South Peninsula have criticized sandparks for the felling of pine trees in the area. The forest, located south of Constantia, is a favorite spot for picnics, mountain biking and walks. It is also where 16-year-old Francisca Blochliger was murdered while jogging earlier this year. Sandparks reportedly wants to replace the trees with feinbos. About 100 trees covering half a hectare were felled, were felled yesterday. Constantia resident Judy Hirsch says they were not given adequate notice by Sandparks. They just have done everything in such an underhand way. On Monday afternoon, the residents got notices in their post boxes and Tuesday morning the forest was closed. And before when they've cut the forest, they've never closed it off. There are so many personnel manning all the gates. And Shangirite. And finally, Zimbabweans have turned up for work defying calls to stay home in protest against government policies. Social media group Tajamuka had called for a one-day hashtag shutdown Zimbabwe today. This is in an effort to press for an end to government corruption and the reversal of a statutory instrument that restricts imports. Shingai Nyoka reports. Opposition leader Morgan Changirai tweeted his support for the Shutdown Zimbabwe initiative. He urged Zimbabweans to play their part in the struggle for democracy. But it wasn't to be so. Public transport ferried workers into the central business district and businesses slowly opened their doors. Zimbabwe has an over 80% unemployment rate. Vendors say if they don't work every day, they won't be able to feed their families. But more protests are in the pipeline. The opposition says it plans a Friday march to submit a petition to the Electoral Commission for reforms. This after police broke up their march last week. Shingai Nyoka, SABC News, Harare. For Good Up FM News, I'm Leanne Williams.